my picks back, and I want David goddamn Putney just because I feel like it. You're out of your mind. Yeah, I am, man. I proved that already. You make this deal right now, Tom, and you get Bo Callahan. Say it with me. You get Bo. You do your job. That's what's the problem right here. Hey, 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 we're back, Pats Nation, Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and Merritt era. I'm your guy, Reese Merritt. Here across from me is Nate Emerton. He's How's here. Going? How's it going? We want to include our Instagram handles again. Um, for Foxborough Fanatics, it's Foxborough underscore Fanatics. And for Birthplace Studios, it's Birthplace underscore Studios. So you just put an underscore in between. Um, today is a very special day. We have our first in-house special guest. Yes. Isn't yes. that incredible? It's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited. I am too. I hope everyone Everyone, else I want you excited. to give a big welcome for the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Kyle Ingraham. Yeah. He's here today. What's going on, everyone? Thank <laughs> you for having Kyle, me. Kyle, what up? We're very happy to have him here and give him a little insight and in some, create some conversation today. Um, the Patriots, whew, another loss, another loss, but it was a 21-17 loss, closer one then from the past one against the Saints. Um, I'm going to let the floor go to you, Nate. All right, yeah. This week we looked a little better. We did not look great, but we did not look horrible. We showed some promising signs. I just wish we weren't 1-5. and five. Yeah. That's, that's where I think it's hurting. Like, if this was week one, I'd be in a lot better of a mood, but it's to a point where we got to start winning games, not start looking promising. Very true. Right. Um I think we saw, um, at least last week, there is a feeling that things were going to be changed within the Patriots because things were going absolutely and totally south. Um, and last week, I know I mentioned that I was hoping that they would switch into a much faster-paced offense, that I wanted to see them use play action, play to max strengths. And they kind of did that, but they weren't so much thinking about how are we going to beat the defense, but how are we going to use our strengths to our best advantage and, you know, there are weakness within our offense. How do we avoid those? Um, and so right off from the beginning of the game, um, we knew our offensive line protection was not up the standard. <laughs> not up the standard. And so getting rid of the ball quickly was something that definitely was harped on and in the game. We clearly saw that, um, which allowed us to actually score. And I'm sorry I have to say that, but we actually scored. Yeah, that was That's nice. fantastic. Nice to see. Kyle we got touchdowns. It felt good. <laughs> it felt good for uh, – Last week against the Saints, it um, was very upsetting. Yeah. Very, very upsetting. I have had very little hopes mm. for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, they started to come back a little bit. Yeah. A, a, a tiny margin. Mm-hmm. Tiny margin. True. I, I've been saying this for the past two years. Like I think the Pats' offense needs to be sped up. Yes. I yes. don't yeah. think we've relied on the run game a little, little too much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I think we need to start airing the ball out little faster pace but we need some weapons to do that you're definitely right definitely right i think what you said was good because we relied on that run game but it's been not looking great but this raiders game it looked better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. o-line was not great but zeke had a game he He had that 74 yard touchdown brought back but he he played well he played well yeah i think um kyle you alluded to it um that Pats fans were so used to pass-heavy offenses, and then it switched into a more run defense. Yep. 
um, and that's hard in terms of energy. Last game um, against the Saints, we saw that the energy dropped, not just in fans, mm -hmm. but in players too. Yes. And I felt like the defense really was able to bring that. Uh, we saw uh, Jabril Peppers absolutely wow. light up Devontae Adams, which caused an interception, wow. yeah. which is yeah. what we needed. Um, and that kind of kick-started some things for us. So um, that energy piece was a bit back. Was it great? No. no. But it was back, and we saw improvement. Right, because what we saw, um, Tony Romo, before that ball was snapped, actually was noticing that everyone in a Patriots uniform on the field did not have an interception until that play. And it was finally like, wow, we made a good stop. Mm -hmm. Made a great stop. Yeah. Yeah, and um, during the game, um, I recorded myself after each quarter, a little 20 seconds for each, about my feelings about it. So we're going we're gonna to listen to that. We're going to listen after the first quarter. So let's take a listen here. So offense isn't doing well at all. Two, three and outs. Uh, it's the tackle's fault, not Mac Jones. Um, Darren Lowe had a penalty on the first play, and on the second play, Trent Brown had a penalty. Not a great start. Uh, defense doing great. That energy is there that we talked about. Energy is there. Um, Jabril Peppers absolutely, absolutely rocked Devontae Adams. They got an interception, holding them to three points in this quarter. So, yeah, I clearly had an issue with the offensive line. Yeah. It was a rough game. Mm. Rough game for them. Yeah, I, I really have a, you know, I don't want to say hatred because that's a little rude. But it's a little up there. <laughs> I have a, a little up there. I have a hatred for Vidarian Lowe. He just lets everything through. And in my personal opinion, I feel like <laughs> we need to try someone out at right tackle. Um, today, um, we're recording on Tuesday, um, Connor McDermott was re-signed um, to the practice squad. I didn't see that. He's I a right tackle. Good to hear. Good to hear. Um, so that's wonderful to see. And I kind of hope that. McDermott may play a little bit. I'm just tired of low. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Yeah. I'm, t I'm tired of the whole offensive line. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sick and tired of Matt getting sacked four or five times a game. And uh, our offense not be able to move the ball right. to what our standards are. Yeah, we certainly need to give Mac as much help as we can. But we just have not had a consistent O-line. Mm -hmm. They just keep switching in and out week to week because of injuries, and mm. it's, it's hard to adjust there. So Vidarian Lowe had a um, PFF grade of 41.9, which is a poor grade. That's the lowest grade you can get. Um, he's allowed four sacks, tied for fifth in the league. Oh, wow. So oh. That's, that's where it stems from for me. So. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, that's um, very poor. Yeah. Very, very poor. <laughs> <laughs> if I say so myself, that's a you. kind way of saying that's awful. <laughs> that's very kind. All right, let's get into um, my second quarter update. This quarter was totally on Mac Jones. He needs to learn how to throw the ball away. He threw an interception, um, trying to target Hunter Henry, and he should have thrown it away. Um, if, the, if this game continues to get away. Um, I would expect to see Malik Cunningham come in um, and try to change up this offense. We'll see what happens. So, Nate, I'm going to let this one go to you because um, specifically what I was talking about was that Mac Jones interception. Um, there's three minutes and 48 
uh, seconds remaining in the second quarter on a second and five play. Yeah, I mean, watching that play live, it was like, uh-oh, Max rolling out of the pocket. Never a good sign, but he seemed like he had an open receiver for once, and then he threw that ball what appeared to be about five, six yards too far to mm -hmm. the left of Hunter Henry, and through that interception, it, it just it did not sit well for me. And um, I do understand that Devontae Parker's uh, defender, whoever was guarding him, was on his right side, um, Mac Jones' right side, Hunter Henry's left. So he tried to throw it towards the left side of Hunter Henry, but mm -hmm. sometimes you either got to just throw that ball away like you mentioned or try to zip that in a small spot. You can't miss that large in the NFL. And it brings me to uh, a point you said earlier, Kyle. You, um, you want to see a, a long ball, a little play action, get that offense rolling, but do you, do you trust Mac throwing that ball? In, in certain situations... In certain situations, I do. Um, obviously, number one, like he needs to have protection. But you, in the NFL, everyone's everyone's good. So like it's hard to get to get that protection on him. But I think, and I'll he, back to his college days. He was a good pocket passer. Yeah. Back deep deep ball, um, and so like I just think if he gets a good pocket, he's actually pretty accurate. Which. Yeah. Um, is good to see. Yes, I know he missed that that throw, but I don't think he's a good on the run passer, mm -hmm. and that has shown this year and in years past. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I I will stand by that. If he stands in the pocket, he has a good pocket. Um, I believe that he could get that ball into that spurt, that spot that he needs. Yeah, he is a very talented quarterback. At times, it doesn't look that way on the yep. field, but he's very talented if he gets the opportunities to be so. Um, what we saw or heard this weekend was Jones is getting the ball out faster this year than he has ever, yet we've been blitzed the least. So that is wow. not a good combo to have as a Patriots fan. It's not. Yeah. Um, you said it, Kyle. I mean, Mac Jones is a very accurate quarterback. When he came out of college, he was very accurate. That was um, the main element. What caused him to, to him. go to New England. Absolutely. Um, but as you said, when he's on the run, he can't make those throws. Make um, throws. Initially, what you're alluding to, Nate, too, was I thought initially that Parker's defender was right in front of him. But when I went back um, and saw a different cam camera angle, he really could have made that throw. Um, and, of course, that ball um, ended up in the hands of Trayvon Merrig, um, who took it back 22 yards. Um, what I noticed um, in terms of the more mechanics for Mac Jones was when you're a quarterback on the run saying that you're right-handed, you want that left foot to swing over in front of you so that you can keep your left shoulder perpendicular to where you're throwing. Yep. But he totally let that left leg swing out still on his left so his body was torquing towards the other direction as though it would be a throw across your body. Right. He's done that a lot the past couple weeks. Right. We've seen. Right. We we've saw seen. that against Dallas. Mm -hmm. And they've called him out about it. Right. And they've called him out about it. And said, Tony Romo said he needs to stop doing that because it's going to lead to a pick. Yeah. And it, it has that similar effect. If you let open up your body, suddenly your accuracy is going to be affected because you can't use mm – -hmm your body to your advantage. You can't get that throw um, directly towards where you want it. 
um, you're opening yourself up to errors. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in the situation where I looked at the TV and went, Mac, throw the ball away, throw the ball away, because once he started opening his body up and he moved his left shoulder back towards the center of the field where Hunter Henry wasn't. It's a pick and coming every time. Right. The ball um, went in a different direction than he wanted it mm-hmm. to. Um, it really was nowhere near where he wanted it. Yeah, we also saw him when he was rolling out. He looked behind him, and uh, I understand, like, you should, if you're not aware of who's coming at you, you should hopefully take a peek, but sometimes if you're trying to just move and get out, you got to commit to it, and mm. I think that comes back to that Dallas game when he got chased down and got that ball poked out from him. I think he really thought back to that when he rolled out and had to turn his body completely, which I think slowed down his momentum, threw off his mechanics, and which led to what you just said there. Yeah. Um, let's take a peek at um, what I said um, after halftime and at the end of the third quarter. The Patriots just scored an offensive touchdown. Can you believe that? They just scored a touchdown. So they're keeping themselves in it. Um, the defense is helping out with that. Um but after that, on their second drive of the half, another three and out. Um, they got to work on that quick consistency like they did on the first drive. Um, we'll see if they keep it up. I was actually surprisingly um, happy right. with the way they came yeah. out at halftime. Um, they had quick consistency. The energy was up. Um, quick routes, play action. Every once in a while, they put a run play in. So once they were able to get momentum... The defense was on their heels, which allowed them to have more short plays because if they kept backing up and putting them on their heels, they had more opportunities for those short plays and for running plays because, once again, if you're on your heels, you're only defending the deep deep ball, you know, um, high threat plays. Yep, and I think think something that's going to help Mac coming up these next couple weeks, I believe, is Pop Douglas. Mm-hmm. Was back at practice today. Nice. Um, which is good. Young receiver who yep. has showed um, a lot of talent. A lot of potential. A lot of potential. Um, and I believe Tyquan Thornton is close to coming back. He and was so in the, he was yeah, in the he game. Played. He was. He, he did didn't play. Get a lot of action. No. I was surprised by that too. He, One single not reception. a lot of action, but he was out there. I don't know if they're kind of easing him back yeah. in. But, uh, but he really needs to get more. He does. And he's a speedster that... I think could help Mac on those deep throws for sure. Yeah, um, that touchdown that we had in the third quarter, it took the Patriots 40 drives mm-hmm. and 187 plays since the last touchdown they had in Week Three versus the New wow. York Jets. I yeah. do believe seeing a stat on Twitter, I believe that the Boston Red Sox in the month of October <laughs> had outscored the Patriots six to three. Wow. So I'm very, very happy that that's no longer on our head. Oh, yes. And for those who aren't big baseball fans, the Red Sox didn't even <laughs> didn't make even, the playoffs. No. <laughs> they had one game in the month of October. One game. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, um, I also want to point out that on that touchdown play, Mac Jones was not on the field. It's true. We very had true. Cunningham out there, and Zeke took a direct snap to just punch right in. Very true. Yeah. Very true. All right, let's move on um, to my end-of-the-game final comment. Tough loss, um, for sure. It was the offensive line that wasn't able to hold up. Um, but on a positive note, 
we're back into those type of games where, you know, we're one score away. Um, we just have to finish off drives a little bit better. Um, wow, what a mood change by me. Sorry, guys. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> mood change. I mean, it was a pretty big quarter. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. I think what was most disappointing of that, um, for those who watched the game, probably felt this too, was on the second to last um, down of the last mm -hmm. Patriots drive. Um, the Patriots were backed up uh, quite a bit, and Mac Jones threw a deep ball to Devontae Parker, um, which Devontae Parker dropped. Um, after the game, uh, Parker said, quote, it got my fingertips, I think, but I didn't get a full grasp of it. Um, that's what he told reporters um, at his locker. Um, I sense a slight bit of no accountability there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I can I can sense that too. And I've I've always been ever since I've listened and watched and played football is if the football as a receiver touches your hands, <laughs> it's a catchable ball. Yeah, it was a catchable sure. ball, and he just dropped it. And by what you said, it doesn't sound like he he's taken any accountability for that. Yeah, and that was a really nice ball by Mac. Very good. It was throw. perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Devontae Parker, if you were to ask me before the game, like, who do you want to throw deep to besides maybe Thornton to break out past the cornerback and kind of outrun him? But uh, Devontae Parker was my guy. He's a deep threat that usually pulls those downs. I don't don't really know what happened there. It just was bad timing for that to happen. Yeah. 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 So it was a tough loss and similar to – um, our first game against the Eagles, and the second one against Miami. Um, it was a one-score game, and there was a chance to win. They they, they could have gone down and mm -hmm. scored another touchdown. Um, looking at their last two games, uh, may maybe <laughs> we didn't think that. <laughs> right. But yep. the opportunity was there. Mm -hmm. um, the last thing I want to mention in this recap um, is the use of Malik Cunningham. Mm -hmm. I think many Patriots fans were kind of excited to see him I Kyle's was. one I was I um, was to see him as the QB2 they put um, Bailey Zappi um, who had been the second string quarterback for the entire regular season mm -hmm. um, they put him as the third emergency quarterback um, that meaning um, that they couldn't use him unless both Mac Jones and Malik Cunningham were injured in the game um, I saw this as a, um, in the game that it was very similar to how the Saints use um, quarterback and tight end uh, Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. um, did you both get that same feeling within that yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. And I, I'll be honest with you, I, I was low-key hoping that um, Mac would struggle <laughs> for this game. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna be on, or I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I was hoping he would struggle. Yeah, just because I like Malik Cunningham mm -hmm. and what he does. He had a great preseason. I was hoping to see him a little bit. Uh, granted, I'm glad we kept it a game, but I was hoping to see Malik Cunningham a little bit more at quarterback. But Yeah, did he have an actual throw attempt? I don't believe so. I don't so. think so. I don't Nothing's think so. ringing a bell for no. me. Nope, he didn't. He so surely did not. He, um, he was on the field for, I think, a play that was intended to mm. be where he was sacked. Right, right. Yep. <coughs> All right. The next segment, you guessed it. Nameron, how about you say it with me? This is our Hot, hot Takes take. segment. 
and we're doing a little bit differently today, aren't we? Yeah, a little, a little different. Um, I hate to say there's no wheel this week, so those who like the wheel... Do you like the wheel sound? I, it might just be me, but... Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I like, I like it a little bit. Yeah, I, all right. Um, but there is no wheel this week. No wheel. Because we have someone here who we think is so deserving of a hot take, right? Mm. Uh, so, um, Mr. Kyle... I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you for a sec. Can I can I hear the wheel first? Oh, you, you want to hear the wheel? I can pull up the wheel. Well, um, Nate's pulling up the wheel. Yes. Is there any? I think we want our viewers to know who you are. Just tell us a little bit about who you are. Maybe some of the things you do on campus at Springfield College. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm a junior here in uh, at Springfield College, uh, part of the sportsman program. Amazing. Um, which is fun. So I I've been able to work hoop ball the past couple nice. of years, which is um, crazy, which is crazy. Um, and I'm also a pre-camp leader yeah, here you are. on campus. And just recently, I am now a leadership summit facilitator. That's wonderful. Nice. So nice. Nate and yes. I get to work with Kyle at pre-camp, too, yes. which is wonderful yes. to do. Yes. Oh, you guys are my fun, fun buddies. Fun buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you got All it, right. Nate? <laughs> you know what? Here you go, Kyle. Here's the wheel. Yes. Here it is. Ooh, what's it going to be? And Kyle, Kyle won That's me. this week. That's me. Wow. That's me. <laughs> All right. So my hut take: the Detroit Lions are five and one. Yep. I I believe that they are going to continue their dominance, and that they are going to make a strong playoff push. Mm. Where they they lose in the playoffs, I'm not too sure. Uh-huh. But I, I do see the Detroit Lions making the playoffs and making a decent run. They might, they'll probably win their first game, and then that second game is where they could either win or lose. But they're they're definitely winning their first playoff game. Okay, so they're making the wild card. Yep, they're gonna win the wild card. They are. They might even win the division. Even they'll win the division. I think they could. They're they're sitting atop of it right yep. now. Oh, they I agree. Are sitting atop of it right now. Are they making the championship game? Within the conference, NFC. He's that's thinking, tough. everyone. He's thinking. That's very tough. Yeah, it's very hard tough. to say. Very, it's hard to it, say. It, it, it's hard to say right now. Right. Right now, but it, it's definitely a possibility. I could see yeah. it. Ha- I could see it happening. Yeah. I could see it happening. Because they'd have to compete against the Eagles, and the Niners, the 49ers, too. <sighs> the Eagles, all the, the Eagles did have this loss against the Jets this past week, so. Who knows what's going on? I think they have a couple injuries. Landon Dickerson is mm-hmm. um, injured with an ankle injury right now, so they I could I could see them beating the Eagles. Okay. I could okay. See yeah. Them. I don't I don't find that unreasonable. The Eagles have been on a downhill slope. Oh. I feel, and I feel like the Lions have been on an yeah. uphill slope. And sometimes when they meet, the people who've got the momentum are the ones yes. that take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I I definitely agree with you that I think they're gonna win this division because. I mean, the Packers are in second with the two and three record, and then you got Vikings and Bears. I, 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 I love your hot take. I, uh, that's, I, I wish I could take that as my own hot take. Cause like <laughs> I don't even know at this point if it's a hot take. Right. Because right. it's so, it could happen so easily. Right. But the, the it's starting to turn a little it's bit. It's starting their their momentum as an organization. 
because of Dan Campbell has started to turn and yeah. and uh, I like the way that they're they're going as yeah, an organization. The, the tides within that division have definitely, have definitely changed shifted. as Aaron Rodgers yep. has departed. Yep. Um, right now we've seen uh, Justin Jefferson on, on the Vikings is on injured reserve. Yep. Um, so I love that a lot. Um, I I probably would go as far as saying that they can make the NFC championship and. You know, maybe that's part of me wanting to see someone new. Someone new. Yes. Especially <laughs> oh, a team exactly. that has, you know, in the past not done well. Been terrible. You know to, to be frank. Yeah. That kind of <laughs> um, that made me think, that's weird to be on that side of the, the take. I feel like we've heard that the other way around as New England fans, people saying we'd like to see someone new. Mm. Uh, yeah, that feels weird saying yeah. that. But, yeah, I, I would like to see the Lions make a run. Um, I'm looking at their schedule here in – Quite frankly, they play the Ravens and then the Cowboys. Those might be their closest games. And then I don't see them losing another game. <laughs> they got the Raiders coming up, which I think after we saw them play the Pats, I think the Lions could take them. The Chargers are a good team, but the, the Lions have that like dominant offense that the Chargers cannot handle. Yep. And then the Bears, the Saints, the Vikings – Broncos. Yeah. I really only see the Ravens and Cowboys in their way right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for people listening, I'm going to list out uh, the, the Lions' next couple games. Um, next up, they have the Ravens, the Raiders, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears again, Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, and once again, the Vikings again. That seems like a, a lineup uh, for success. Reasonable. Fairly reasonable schedule. I can I can agree with Nate and only see them losing maybe two. I they might slip one. They c- I could see them slip one, but I I don't think they lose. They could lose more than two or three, maybe four at most. But other than that, I think yeah they're set for success. They really are because every team in the NFC, the top teams, they're all five and one. Everybody's has one loss. The top teams and um. With that that schedule coming up, they might finish high in the they overall f- NFC. Right, and if we all feel confident that uh, they could beat everyone else in their division, that's five wins right there, and they have five right now. It is. So that puts them the ten and one. <laughs> so <laughs> they put that into perspective. Yes. Yeah. Good take. Good take. Definitely a good take. What? Um, Emerson, was that your phone? Yeah, it, I just got an alert. It's um, it's game time. Game time, baby. Game it's time, game baby. Time. It's game time, baby. Wow. Yeah. Um, this week, I get to choose the game, and I got a good one lined up. Um, Kyle and Reese, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna step out this one, and you two are gonna go head to head. This okay. week, we are going to have a blind raking. So. I'm going to list five NFL players, and you're not going to know who's coming next. And you have to rank them in order one for your best and five for your worst. And the subject you're going to rank these NFL players off is who can eat the most hot dogs in ten minutes? <laughs> okay. Hot dog time. <laughs> okay. It, it's, a, it's a very common question that goes through my mind while watching football. And I, <laughs> really? I really think <laughs> that we need to. Uh, common? <laughs> we really need to. Rank this I think out. you may be the only person who thinks about this. Yeah, Emerson, I'm not going to – I don't know if I've thought about this <laughs> ever while watching a football game. I don't know. I, it, just, it just comes to me. So, um, uh, Really? <laughs> who's going to beat Joey Chestnut in a <laughs> hot dog eating contest? Okay. 
who's going to be – you know, who would run 100 yards faster? Joey Chestnut versus Tyreek Hill. Tyreek <laughs> and Joey Chestnut have to eat three hot dogs before they start running. It's still going to be Tyreek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tyreek might take a long time to eat those dogs. <laughs> Joey's going to get those down in seconds, and he's off. Yeah. Maybe maybe 30-yard head start. Okay. You, so you think Tyreek's still going to beat him? Yeah. All right. It's uh, Tyreek Hill. Okay, so true, we, we have true. to – We have the game. We have a blind rank. Um, uh, right. One's best, five's worst. Uh, we don't know which players are coming. And as you listeners know, we will have these results on the Instagram, and we'll have another poll for you guys to vote whose ri- um, who's list slash ranking do you think is best. Okay. Kyle, do you remember um, what the handle is for that Instagram by chance? It is Foxborough Fanatics with an underscore <laughs> in between. It's in between Foxborough books. and Fanatics. Yeah. Perfect, perfect. All right, Kyle, as our lovely guest, I'm going to I'm going to let you list the first one first and then we'll go to Reese, Reese again. <sighs> a lot of pressure, Kyle, all right? Same a lot player of pressure for both of you, all mm-hmm. right? Okay. All right, so the first player is Josh Allen. Whoa. All right. All right. Josh Allen. I I want to put this out there. We're talking about Buffalo quarterback Josh Allen, yes, not the okay, not the Jaguars linebacker, okay. yes, because that that's Josh. different. It is different, but no, this is. I don't. Buffalo I think Bill. I might have been one of the few Josh people Allen. who asked that question. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, am I ranking it one through five, or is it one through ten? One through five. One through five. Oh, okay. See, I think I'm gonna go with a safe three. Okay. A safe three. Okay, starting off, you know, that, that gives you a scale. Like, he's a big quarterback. He's yeah. a bigger quarterback, so I think he could put down some hot dogs. Yeah. yeah. True, true. But you never know who you got coming up. I, I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to do three as well. Um, Feel creative. Bec- right, be- right. <laughs> because um, he's a bigger quarterback. He's also from – he's playing for the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. They they know – yeah. You know, yeah. Bills, Mafia Bills Mafia has some energy. You know, as much as – I may not like to admit it. It's true. They, yeah. So I'll give him three, two. All right. All yeah. right. Now, we mentioned him before. Second player, Reese, you start. It's Tyreek Hill. So Tyreek Hill's the next player on the yeah. list. <laughs> um, in terms of hot dogs, I'm going to give him a five. Oh, okay. All right. Mm. Because he's a smaller guy. Yeah. I, he is. You know. That may not be kind, but yeah. I I would say five. Okay. That's All the first right. thing that came to my okay. head, and I'm going to say five. Okay. I like that. I like that five, but I, for some reason, I just I have a suspicion he might be four. Mm. He might be four. But we might, might have – there might be someone who, who just can't put down – There might be some better – There might. Yeah. Yeah, there might be other players lingering yeah, who, on Mr. Emerson's list. Yes. I, that's what I'm know. saying. That's know. what's so hard about this is you don't know who's coming next. Yeah. And so putting Tyreek Hill at four and leaving that five option might be bad for me, but I'm going to take the risk. All right. So you both agreed that Josh Allen could probably eat more hot dogs than Tyreek in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I like it. All right. Next player up is our, our homeboy, Hunter Henry. Mm. Wow. Who goes first? Me? Kyle, back to you. 
You got the one, two, and five spot. I know. It, it's scary because I don't know off that list if you have any linemen there. <laughs> yeah. And so Hunter Henry's he's he's a bigger tight end. Like he's he's not he's not small. Right. I I don't I think Tyreek Hill can eat more than him. <laughs> and so I don't believe he's five. So right. I think I'm gonna put him <laughs> at two. Okay. All right. I think that's a that's a more reasonable yeah. reasonable spot for him. He could definitely take down maybe a dog a minute. Well that's what I'm saying. Like he Yeah. Yeah. He went to Arkansas. Like, he's got to, like... <laughs> True. True. I don't know. Reese, you have one, two, and four open. I do. Mm. You know, it's hard because, like, once again, Cal brought up the point. There could be linemen on this yeah. list who, you know, maybe putting down some dogs a little bit. Yep. You know. On the daily. More, more common. On the daily. Yeah. Um, But I'm going to side with my friend over here. Number two. I'm going to put Hunter Henry at number two. I think that's a safe option. I think that's a safe option. All right. I like it. Now, Reese, back to you. You have one and four open. Yep. And we have DK Metcalf. (laughs) Big guy. He's a (laughs) big big, guy. He's a big guy Um, in terms of muscular status. True. Right. He's not a large player like some of our linemen. He's a wide receiver who's got a lot of muscle mass on him. Um. I'm going to try to play into you a little bit, Nate. I've got a feeling that you're going to put some linemen out on the last pick. I've got a feeling. <laughs> but I don't really know. So it sounds like you uh, you have them in four? I'm going to put them at four. All right. I'm going to leave my number one open. I feel like – would you say that's risky? I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> I don't, I've got the one in five option, <laughs> yeah, so I'm say. either doing really good or I'm doing really bad. <laughs> yeah. It's one uh, of the, the – like I'm – uh, but I have my reason. I'm putting him at five. Okay. okay. He has come out and said that he only eats candy. <laughs> yeah, that is true. In that McDonald's. True. So. He said that? He only eats candy. I didn't before, know that. Before games, like whatever, he has like two bags of candy. Yeah, it's Jolly, like sour. It's, oh, it's sour patch. Ki- like sour gummy worms. Sour rice, gummy yeah. worms and all that. So. That's right. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pray that. My number one is a lineman because wow. my number five is DK Metcalf. We had similar things going on here. All right, so Sorry, Nate. <laughs> both of you have your number one open. Oh, um, boy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> so it almost makes me want to make a lateral, but I won't. I'm going to stick to the game. I'm going to be okay. true. And the number one spot, you both have JC. Sorry, Jason Kelsey. Yes. Up top. Yeah. That man. <laughs> he can put down some glizzies. <laughs> if you didn't leave that one spot open, you were wrong. <laughs> if I put tight, oh, that would have been. Man. I think he could be allergic to hot dogs and still eat more than the rest <laughs> of the list. Nate Emerson, I think I just read your mind. Yeah. yeah. I think now, I just did. Now, here's a question. Without the 10 minutes, how I don't know how long you could give him, but – do you think Jason Kelsey could eat half the amount of hot dogs that Joey Chestnut does? Oh, without mm. a time limit? With uh, Or should you give him the 10-minute ten mark and see if he can go eat at least half? Because Joey, he's a, that's a different yeah. type of eating he's, hot he's dogs. Not, 
Like Jason Kelsey's a big guy, but he's not conditioned to shove down. That's what I'm hot t- dog after hot dog. I think with a timer, I don't think he hits half. But without, I think in a day he could he hit it. Yeah, he can hit yeah. it. He can yeah. hit it. Yeah, I just had to throw that out there. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. the only difference in the list is four and five. So the viewers are gonna have to list. Basically, who do they think can eat more hot dogs, DK Metcalf <laughs> or Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. Sorry, everyone. And that's a that's a good good little debate because DK's big, but he doesn't eat like yeah. he said. He says he's yeah. a very little little eater. He just likes his simple sugars. And mm-hmm. Tyreek's a guy who I feel like when he puts his mind to something, he can do whatever yeah. he wants. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 fair. Very fair. Yeah, that's a hard that's a hard debate right there. Because on my list, I have DK above Tyreek. Kyle, at Tyreek above, above DK. DK. Right. We'll leave it up for them. Yeah, it's we up will. to them. I just have one quick question. And you know what? This is off the dome. So five seconds each. Reese, you're going first. If you could pick anyone to eat the most hot dogs in the NFL, who is it? Question before I answer it. Can it be a retired player? That's what I'm saying. Sure. This is going back to my thoughts, back to our first episode. So go no. watch it. Go watch it. Dude. Vince Wilfork. No! Oh. <laughs> Vince Wilfork. Oh. Everybody go watch it. Yeah. We have a discussion about bears. Yeah. Go watch the first episode. As go listen to it. As soon as I heard you say that question, I knew instantly <laughs> Vince Wilfork was going to be my answer. All right. So, Kyle, you got locked at number two. Locked number two. Tristan Wirfs. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hey. hey. Yeah. Another guy who played with Tom Brady. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, you know what I got out of this is if there's any man you want to eat the most hot dogs and a man to fight a bear, it's Vince Wilfork. But <laughs> he's on my team and on many teams. Yeah, he's on many teams. Yes. Just a great guy. All right. Well, good list. I love the game. And we'll we'll get that out there, see what people think. Perfect. Yeah, um what's the handle? For our Instagram again, Nate Emerson. What's our handle? Um, I believe it's Foxborough underscore Fanatics. So there's an underscore in between. Yeah, in in between the Foxborough and the Fanatics. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I got that. Give us that. a follow. Yeah. Understood. Give us a follow. All right. Let's move into our preview um, for the next game. Um, we got the Patriots against the Buffalo Bills, a Ooh. division rival, um, who are doing well, um, and we want to talk about a little bit as to what the Patriots should do for this coming game. Um, the first point I want to hit is self-errors. Um, yep. We're talking about penalties. Um, we've seen a lot of that on the offensive line. A lot line. of them. A lot of them. Um, within the game um, against the Raiders, the Patriots had 10 penalties for 79 yards. Um, in their first quarter, um, they finished the opening 15 minutes with zero points, zero first downs. I'm minus two net yards. Four penalties for 37 yards in just six offensive plays. Thoughts on that? Give it up to the Patriots. Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a big part of why we look the way we look. I mean, when we won ring after ring or at least competed, we used to have such a disciplined team. Yeah, we used to be like, oh – the refs are selling the games. No, we're a disciplined team. Mm-hmm. It was a huge difference. And um, now that we're not disciplined, it's costing us some field position, momentum, mm-hmm. everything. It's just it's not okay. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times when I've, I've watched the Patriots this year, like we have good drives, and then it's one holding penalty 
takes away that whole drive, and then it's yep. a third, third down and eleven, and third, third and after six is it's it's hard to complete, um, and so just just hoping to uh, limit those against um, the Buffalo Bills this week. Yeah, um, in the game against the Raiders in the first drive, the first play was a false start by yeah. Vidarian Low. Um, so there are some of my feelings from that. And then the next one uh, was an ineligible man downfield by Trent Brown. Um, that backed us up for a um, second and 15. Yeah. Um, that's just on the first drive. Um, and something that I've been talking to, um, a key point I've talked to many folks around the area, um, is that if the offense can't at least get some momentum, let's say 20 yards mm-hmm. um, from the 20-yard line. At least you're up to the 40. And at least that gives your punter some room to, to play pin them down yep. um, on the opposing, um, in the opposing territory. Um, but we haven't seen that at all from the offense. No. If you no. punt away to the opposing 40-yard line, man, they're just right outside of field goal range. And if you give Josh Allen and, and that talented Bills offense – that short a field position, right? They're gonna take advantage of that a lot of the time, right? A lot of the time, and it feels degrading as a defensive player. It does, as it does. you're put in a terrible situation, mm-hmm. and you kind of have to put your hands up and mm-hmm. be like, "There's nothing I can really yep. do about this, yep. except do my best and try to stop him for a field goal." Mm-hmm. That yeah. still points, though. Yep. This is gonna be a big test for our Pat's um, defense personality because. We're not great on the third down. I don't have it up exactly here, but it just seems like every time we can hold them to third, we give them four more new downs. And this is going to be a big showing for us if we can like hold on to one more play, mm-hmm. get on Stephon Diggs, get on Gabe Davis. They mm-hmm. still got Dawson Knox. They, they just have so many threats. I mean, James Cook can run the ball. Josh out of the back, Allen can run the, the ball. Yep. It's just this is going to be a big time to see – Hey, can our defense beat their offense one on one? And it's it, we need as best best field position as we can get because we're not gonna win that often. Right. It, it's one of those games where every play, every down matters. I I just think for us to win this weekend, I th- I think we're gonna have to play perfect, and that mm-hmm. is hard to do in the NFL. Um, but the way that we've been struggling and. Look, the Bills have been up and down for for some of the some of the year, but th- their offense is deadly, and you can see that they they put up forty eight points against Miami Dolphins, yeah. like and, and they held them to twenty points, and we know how explosive the Miami Dolphins offense is, and the Patriots offense just isn't that. So I'm I'm hoping to see. I referred back to it this earlier in the episode, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. I want to see more fast-paced offense, yep. um, and just see what Matt can do in the pocket. Yeah, um, allu- um, going back to your point, the, the Patriots have a third-down efficiency of fifty percent from the last game. Okay. So, um, but they played a lot better. But still, fifty percent on third down. It won't cut it against the Bills. Yeah, not at all. Right. Um, here's a um, a quote from Bill O'Brien. Um, he said, quote, we start the sixth drive with a six-yard gain. I'm not sure if that's true. I, he may have been alluding to a different game. And then we get a penalty, and then we get another penalty. Delay games, I mean, it's terrible. It can't happen. I put that on myself, and we have to do a better job of that. 
I think it's just we don't get into rhythm, end quote. And um, I think a lot of what he's talking about there is that um, there were drives from the last game that worked. Mm-hmm. We got in the end zone twice, yep. which did not happen in the past two games. Nope. So getting into consistency and using that fast-paced, short game, if you can be a little bit more consistent with that, it'll give you a real good chance mm-hmm. in this game. But I believe that if the Patriots offense and, and Bill O'Brien can, can start off with short, consistent throws, um, I think that's going to open up the deep ball game and um, our play actions might be a little bit more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping I'm hoping to see a good showing from Mac Jones um, and the offense, but you know, we won't see until game time. So um, we'll yeah, see what happens. True. I mean, people going into this game, you're gonna be like, "Ah, oh, Bills got this one." Mm-hmm. Well, if you're right, you're right. But you never know. The Bills just beat the Giants 14 to nine, but then they mm-hmm. beat the Commanders 37 to three, and then they beat the Dolphins 48 to 20. Like. Then they lost to the Jets opening day right. without Aaron Rodgers, and the Jets couldn't plan for that. And it, mm-hmm. this this Bills team seems like it has flaws, and let's hope that Bill and the Pats can just really see those flaws and really work at it, and who knows? Yeah, I would say that there's a pretty good chance that the Patriots' defense is watching what the Giants did mm. because they kept them scoreless in Sunday Night Football. Um, that's something that they're going to want to cue in on and look into. Yep. Um, I'll bring in um, one final stat that I have. Um, this is for points per game only. The offense has gotten 28.8 points per game this season, which is third in the NFL behind the Miami Dolphins and the 49ers. And for the defense, they're also third again. Um, they've only allowed 14.8 points per game. Oof. Once again, third in the NFL behind the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Oof. That's what they're going against. Yeah. Not to put your your spirits down, Patriots fans, but it's it's a true fact. Yeah. It's it's going to be it's going to be a climb. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle and I, I just hope Bill will will take this week to get his team right um and 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 get a mindset in their brain that like we can go out and do this. Energy Energy. Bring the energy. Do your job. Mm-hmm. That's that's all you have to do. And do a little extra. Do a little yeah. extra. Except for Mac. Except yeah. for yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't do extra Mac, please. That's Mac. all I'm asking. Just, just just do your job. Make make Is your throw. Your Dark blue shirts. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe white. <laughs> just Patriots. It'll be dark blue. Yeah. Um Yeah. It's definitely gonna be an interesting, interesting watch, but Make sure you tune in. See the good, see the bad. Like, we're all fans here. Or if you're not, still tune in. I think one of the big takeaways here is get rid of those self errors. Mm-hmm. That's the big takeaway. Because um, if you have those, um, you're basically throwing away your chances for a win in the garbage can. Not to put it too blunt. <laughs> um, but your New England Patriots are going to be at home against the Buffalo Bills, who are 4 and 2 um, this Sunday. October 22nd at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And I was about to say, for the third time on CBS, it is on CBS, but apparently it's on ABC other places. I don't know where, but uh, that's what I was told. So I guess CBS or ABC, depending on where you are. 
All right. You got anything else, Emerton? Yeah, I just got a quick, uh, quick statement to my Pats fans out there. It's a rough year. It really is. Yep. But um, still have hope. You know, going through work and school and <laughs> just hanging out with your friends, the quiet teams are getting a little good, are going to start yapping at you. They're going to take the little cheap shots. But yep. just let it happen because Bill, he he doesn't work like the rest. He um, he really likes these undrafted, these late-round picks, and he likes to develop them. And when they're thrown in that early with injuries, they're not prepared yet. So if this season, with all the injuries we have, if we can fight, if we can get a win or two, that's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Next year, we are going to be a completely different team, and we will have our voice, and we will have win after win, and you can mark my words on that. All so, right. Patriots fans, let them talk now. We'll talk later. All right, Everson. Okay. Keep those spirits up. Cherish the good moments. Cherish those touchdowns we get because mm-hmm. we've struggled with them. We don't see them very often. Yeah. So cherish them. Go have some fun out there. Um, Kyle Ingraham, I want to thank you for being here tonight. Oh, oh man. What a pleasure. What, what a, a pleasure g- it was thank to, you. Thank you. to talk some football with you too. Yeah. We appreciate you have, uh, coming on here. Um, that's going to do it for Foxborough Fanatics, the Emerton and Merritt era. Um, we've talked about energy. Let's get the energy going. Again? Let's keep going. Yeah. All right. Let's get it. Let's go pass, guys. Let's go pass. Come on. Let's go pass.